celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. My pleasure to announce that the uh, membership has selected Jacksonville as the 30th NFL club. It is Monday, October 14th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, a guy with his own Shatterick Mania package consisting of a bandana and no hair, J.P. Shatterick! Thanks, I guess. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shatterick. That was Joe Fortunato. This is Tony Baselli. I'm hurting. <clears throat> I'm playing hurt and, today. And Pete Prisco is down in Fort Lauderdale. What's up, Pete? How are we doing? What's the, ma- what's the matter, Baselli? I'm, I'm not trying to be funny when I'm about to say this. So don't think I'm trying to be funny, Pete. Well, what's wrong? I hurt my back. Come on. I Give me my word. I was working out this morning lifting weights. And uh, I got a spasm in my lower back, and it's just killing me. Come on. I'm not uh, making you want up. to be traded. What are you talking about? No, this is nothing to do with Jalen. The expansion draft coming up. <laughs> no, Can we did... trade him for Logaman? There he did that once. <laughs> <laughs> so, Baselli, you were lifting weights. Yeah. Why would you so, do such a thing? By the way. Yeah, come oh. on, man. You're too old for that. I know. <laughs> That's obvious because I hurt myself. What'd you hurt? Your lower back. My lower back. Just it's like oh, sp- man. it's spaz. Oh. And then I had to go play in this charity golf thing. Oh, struggle. struggle I couldn't do it. Mm. I, I left. Oh, you didn't. Ooh. So you, uh, you, it's hard to breathe, right? You're having trouble breathing. Uh, well, it's, not, it's just uncomfortable. It's not like a, I've had bad back spasms where like you can't breathe and move. This is just like un- very uncomfortable. Wait, are you lifting more since, you sent, since uh, JP sent out that picture and people said you were fat in it? Which one? The one last week when you were last complaining week. about the offensive line. You didn't see uh, that on Twitter after that picture? Oh, now, gosh, I looked so fat. Underneath you went all in on you. I was so fat. That, looked bad. that was a bad look. Uh, well, it didn't stop me. I, I just had a bag of potato chips, so it's obviously not affecting me very much. <laughs> hey, it's fat ball season. Join in. Here it is. Uh, <laughs> we've got quite a program for you today. Saints Jaguars review. We'll go through the entire game, the offensive struggles yesterday, the defensive bounce back of sorts, homecoming weekend recap, the big gala on Saturday night, and all the festivities on game day, social media questions. We've got some doozies again today, and we'll go around the National Football League, the AFC South as well. Uh, 13-6 to the final yesterday. The Saints scored that fourth quarter touchdown. That was really the deciding factor in the game. Jaguars gave it away one time. That led to a field goal earlier in the afternoon, and the the offense just couldn't really put much together. And head coach Doug Marone, after the game, explained a little bit of the reason why. We said it during the week. This is probably one of the best teams we'll face all around. You know, defensively, they're good in all three levels. Um, You know, and they played well today. They did a couple of things, a couple of little wrinkles, you know, that we were – you know, trying to make adjustments and catch up too. Um, you know, but you know, we expect that in this league. I mean, that's what happens. It's nothing that, you know, it's like um, you know, when you have a young quarterback, you you're going to expect things like that. So there's Doug Marone yesterday, and uh, the Saints are now five and one. Gardner Minshew had a 51.4 rating in this game. Where do you start on the offensive 
issues from yesterday. So I'm going to ask a question because I just want to set the table for the whole show. Do you want us to have a conversation and just say like the easy, like, oh, it's just this. And like the easy conversation that I hear on Twitter and people just spout out like, oh, it's this. It's that group. They stink or this stinks. Or do you want to have an in-depth, real conversation of what happened yesterday? In what do you words, want to have? Enough for the offensive line again. I'm not talking just about that. What do you want? Pete, what do in you depth, want? In-depth as usual. What are you talking about? Well, because sometimes, Pete, no, you like the easy black and white. Let's just go there and blame one person and it's over. No, we're not blaming one person. Or one group or one unit. Or not. We're not. Don't worry. You don't have to defend the offensive line like you always this do. This isn't so about the offensive line. Where are you going line? with this? Oh, I'm just saying. That was a very good team. It's the best team they've very played good. all year. It might be the best team in the NFC. I, I think the NFC title game, if you're asking me right now, it's going, to be in, it's going to be in Santa Clara. It's going to be the 49ers hosting against the New Orleans Saints. Don't, don't count out the Packers yet. Mm, okay. They'll be in the playoffs. One of those, maybe one of those three teams. Okay, fair enough. Um, so t- I knew coming in it was going to be a tough game. I thought we'd win. Because it was home, and I thought the and I thought the defense would bounce back, and they did. They gave up thirteen points, and but offensively we struggled. And Gardner Minshew was a rookie, and he showed it yesterday, and he looked like a rookie, and he was confused. Did they show him different things? Yes, he hasn't they played. Seen. They play, They showed looks that they have not shown very often this year, at least in my film study. And the main thing they did is they went to a two man. Uh, coverage, meaning they had two high safeties playing over the top and played man underneath. And when you do that, it allows you to play a trail technique with your corners because you know you have stuff over the top. They also sprinkled in showing that early pre-snap and then running down one of the safeties and going to a one high man look as well. And watching the tape, I think Gardner got confused at times. And I also think that as they were trying to make adjustments, it's difficult when you have a rookie because he's never seen it before. And so because the two-man is not something they had seen on tape, probably didn't have a lot in the game plan for it. You have a rookie on top of that, it then makes it difficult as you're making adjustments. Mm-hmm. And you can see some of the things they did, and they did some good things. And the bottom line is New Orleans played better. I was talking to Mark Brunel about it today, about two-man, because it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's a coverage that allows you to play aggressively with your corners because they, you know you have help over the top on both halves of the field. And you know, the way you defeat that is, first and foremost, you have to run the ball. Because, right, that, is a, back. because that is a weak run defense. Correct. Number two... There's not going to be stuff over the top, so it's a lot of crossing routes and keeping your receivers on the move. Meaning, at that point, the receivers have to win. So, And I didn't see a lot of winning by the receivers. Gardner did not play great, but it's not just enough to say, well, rookie saw something he hadn't seen before, didn't play great. That's part of the story. The other part of the story is, is the receivers did not win enough in the underneath routes. You couple that with an average run game, you end up with six points because you're playing a really good team. Hey, hey, Tony, this is the first time that Chark 
had to deal with the double, the the man-to-man and safety over the top. Did he have problems with it on the tape? I haven't watched the tape yet. They he all sounded did. like he did. Yeah, they all did. It wasn't. But I mean, great. for him, he's the one receiver now. Yeah, sure. And and, he, and and this is part of this is why when you have young players and a rookie quarterback, you're going to go through learning experiences like this. It's the first time they've ever seen. It. I'm not making excuses. I'm not making excuses for Gardner. I'm not making excuses for the receivers. I'm not making excuses for the coaches. But the bottom line is, it's there's a reason in the history of this league that it's hard to win with a rookie quarterback. He also looked jumpy in the pocket more so than, and, and it's something that's becoming a little bit part of his game is that rolling or moving her body around and contorting his body and inside the pocket. Well, here's the um, other thing, Pete. What? Because the other thing is this, watching the tape, when there was opportunities, he was not as accurate as he's been in the past, in the, to date. Let's remember, he had a knee injury two weeks ago in Denver. He showed up in the middle of the week this week with a groin injury. Yeah, that was over the, over, over the weekend, actually. Yeah. Both lower body injuries, and you ask any quarterback, 90% of throwing the ball is with your lower body. A groin injury can greatly affect your rotation and how you throw it. I think that groin was a bigger issue in the game than anyone realized watching the tape because he was not himself. He wasn't moving around the way he normally would. I agree. And the ball wasn't coming out like it typically was. And the accuracy wasn't there. He didn't set his feet as well as he had up until this point. Now, I think that's a combination of some injury that he's fighting and I also think he was confused at times. And when you're confused, you're not going to be as definitive in what you want to do. So the whole idea that Minshew mania is over is – No, uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Because let me ask you a question. Should the Rams cut Jared Goff? No, and he was terrible yesterday. So he threw for 78 yards. Right. Should, um, should the Cowboys get rid of and cut Dak Prescott? Is he a bum? No. Uh, that the the great Cowboys only could score ten against this Saints team. It happens. Quarterbacks have bad days, especially rookies who've never seen certain things before. The mania is not over. I hear all of a sudden now, oh, he's a, that's he's just a sixth round. I mean, it's like we jump from both ends of the spectrum so quick here. Well, the, the whole other thing, the, the other thing, I'm, the other thing, I'm getting a little starter is now a little shakier. What did you say? The idea from a week ago that he will stay in as the starter is shakier now. Why? One game? Now, if it happens, yeah. I disagree with that. If it happens again, fine. I'm not just saying from that I, game, if, if he comes back and he bounces back and has three good ones and they win three in a row, then you're right. But as of right now, it's opened it back up again. It was Last week, we were leaning in the direction that he would keep the job. Now, I, I, well, he's not as secure now. I, I, my leaning is where it was last week, right in the middle. I said it last week. You have they to, more to No, I was not, Pete. If you go back and listen, I said they have to win games. You don't make the decision right now. You don't have okay, to. Okay, he played yesterday the way he did, and they won. Um, you know, they were the team that scored the touchdown, and they won that game. Would you still believe that? I think a hundred percent. You have, and Pete, you've covered this league a long time. I've been a part of it, playing and covering it a long time. You know as well as I do how wins cover up everything. If he came back and led that team down for a drive, 
in the fourth quarter to send it to overtime and then kick the field goal to win it in overtime, you would forget That's about not what every- I'm saying. I'm saying let's play it exactly the flip the That's my point. Flip the script. Okay, fine. They struggled, but they scored the only touchdown and they won 13-6. Yes, I think I, I think the narrative's much different. Okay. Yes, I mean my experience. And so it's uh I mean there's a lot of I mean the other thing I love, I mean I heard it on the radio, I've read it on the internet and I mean maybe it's just people like in Twitter coming after me because of the offensive line. That has become a weekly tradition. But I hear, oh, the offensive line's terrible. They were terrible yesterday. No, they weren't. It's not accurate. No, Taylor got beat twice by Cam Jordan. In an NFL game, the quarterback was hit a total of three times. And Cam, that, and Cam Jordan's a great player. Cam Jordan is an all-pro player. Correct. They were hit three, he was hit three times. Two sacks by Cam Jordan and one more time he was hit. If you go watch the tape, he had great pockets. I mean, great pocket. Yeah, he was imagining some stuff yesterday. Great pockets. The run game, not great. Phys- the physical side of the offensive line I thought was pretty good. I thought there was three to four times that either it was a game plan issue or they mis-ID'd the front and went, and went to the wrong linebackers because you had multiple guys. You had a, yeah, because they brought the safety down, you brought the receiver in, and you had an offensive line and a, a receiver going to the same guy and leaving a linebacker on the backside unblocked. And so there was either a mental error or a schematical error. It's hard to tell. I don't know whose fault it was. And there was another two times on uh, inside runs and sub situations that they had one less blocker than they did in the box. And so you just can't win there. I thought – there was a mystery hold call that we'll get into a little bit later mm-hmm. that could have changed the game. Mm-hmm. That happens in this league. It's happening way too much. It's an over-officiated league right now, not just the Jaguars, across the NFL. But the offensive line, in my opinion, watching the tape was, could they play better? Sure. When you lose, you always can play better. But it's not like what I'm hearing, they are atrocious. They're the, you know, the main issue of the offense is the line has to play better. Not accurate. Watching yesterday's game. You know, the tight end blocking is bad. The tight end? They're out of tight ends right now. Well, you don't have a tight end. I know, but when they're on the field, they're not good blockers either. No. It is something that they are trying to scheme around. They're average blockers. And hence why you see Obwehi coming in to be the tight end when they want to run the ball. Well, Mercedes Lewis will be playing tonight in case anybody wants to watch. He is still playing, and he is playing – at a decent level as a blocker. Let's come back. We'll go, get on the defensive side. The defense bounced back yesterday with a fine performance against the Saints. Alvin one, Kamara was one slowed down. One glaring issue that they have. So I want to talk about. It. We can't wait to hear it. Yes. That's what we call a tease. I like that. We're back in a moment. Plenty more ahead. We'll get to your social media questions in the second hour tonight defensive talk when we return we're off and running it's jaguars happy hour presented by jet home loans on the jaguars digital network did you hear the last two years the jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown earning local families one hundred thousand dollars towards a dream finders home lauren brooks here letting you know that could be you this season 
Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor and Decor, two Jacksonville area locations, or visit floorandecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA FSB. Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, you know, we didn't play good up to win the game, you know, uh, it's tough. You know, we had our opportunities, you know, it's a game of inches, you know, play here, play there. Could have made, and we didn't, you know, uh, it's just, it's tough because at home, just a good opponent, you know, this could have been, uh, you know, uh, very, very big for us, but still got life, you know, still a lot of life left, you know, I mean, you know, uh, the good thing about it is those are NFC opponents, so, uh, you know, when we get to the, to, to, you know, to these AFC opponents, you know, these games are a lot more crucial, uh, just got to take it one game at a time, fight our way back, you know, uh, each moment is crucial, and we got to stay locked in in the moment, you know, knowing that this this uh, next game, uh, this, next, this, this week is, uh, is crucial to our success this season. Calais Campbell in the locker room after the Jaguars lost to the Saints yesterday. Jaguars happy hour presented by Jet Home Loans continues. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. We've touched on the offense. Let's flip it around to defense. Well, Calais says they still have life. 
he knows this week is crucial to kind of get this team back I mean, it's on It's week track. six. Of course they still have life. Right. It's early, right, Pete? I mean, there's a lot of football Why left ahead. Why would you ahead. even say that? I mean, it's it's far. Look at the way the AFCs. There's so many teams at two and four, and the, it's not like anybody's running away with the division. Of course they have life. So, Pete, would you say they have life if they lose against the Bengals? No. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> It's only seven weeks, Pete. Like, it's only on, week, week seven. seven. Come on, man. Hey, now you're two left. and five, and you're losing to bad teams. There what was, would you guys say? Would you think they're dead? I think there was a team once upon a time that was two and five, weren't they? Or were they three and five? No, they were three and five. It's not like the four, Bengals are getting four, blown out of no, games. We were three and five. We were three and five, three and six, four and six, four and seven. Yeah. Hmm. Don't don't dare. Don't dare do that. No, 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 I'm joking. Um, yeah, I, I actually agree with Pete. They got to win this game, right? I like, mean, this they, is a yeah. must-win game. Must win. It, well, the it, next two are must-win. Yeah, I agree. You have to be 4-4 four and four going into London. And then when you go to London, you, you know that little stretch after London is, is three division games in a row, two of them on the road. I mean, if you – after London, right? Yeah, well, no, it's – London is the Texans, yeah. then at Indy – at Tennessee. Right. So if they can win the next five games, they're in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> if they, well, they get to seven to and four, everything is locked. fine. Huh? You already locked the Tennessee game, so they don't have to worry about that one. That's right. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a done deal. Don't worry about Although that. Although he locked this week, too. So that uh, now he's. I'm not lo- well, you locked three in a row. Is what I'm not locked. locking. I, well, the three in a row were any the of the next lock. three. No, you said all three. No, three of the next four. It was four. a triple lock. No, it was three of the next four. I was yeah, sitting no, right here. Yeah, triple lock. Yeah, triple lock, three of four. Ugh. No. But by the way, are you? I know you're going to lock this week. No, team. I'm not. No. Nope. Worried. He's worried. Oh. I'm not worried. I just, the lock is losing credibility. Not, quickly. Well, like, now you're just realizing yeah. that? Okay. Um, the uh, Jaguars defense, defense guys. Let's talk hey, defense. You know, did this... Get them back to where they need to be defensively. This no. performance yesterday. No. They give up 13. Zero turnovers. They have one turnover on the year. On they, they are tied yes. for the worst uh, amount of t- turnovers in the league with two total turnovers, uh, created turnovers, with the one team you don't want to be compared to in any category, and that's the Miami Dolphins this year. I mean, if you had a, a playmaking corner on the other side, on one side, it might help. Yeah, so you're saying Jalen gives you more turnovers? Well, he might. He's just, he, just so he you know, had one in Houston. He dropped just, it. Just for the record, they had zero when Jalen was playing. They actually have more turnovers with, uh, but you know without Jalen than they do with Jalen. I'm just telling you the facts, Pete. The facts well, I'm are. I'm telling you the facts. They could have a better chance to get more turnovers if he's on the field. The facts are they had zero with him. It doesn't matter. They have one without him. He's a so, star corner. You want him on the field. Obviously, you want him on the field, Pete. The problem, I'm saying that they're not getting turnovers. Correct. Well, they're not influencing the quarterback the way I thought. They're not, they they're not affecting the quarterback. They're not, they're not an explosive defense right now. Did Jack, they play good, solid defense? Absolutely. They had four quarterback hits yesterday. Not enough. Who had them? Two by Josh Allen, one by Dewan Smoot on the sack, and another by Najee Good, which I believe was on the sack yeah. also. So they had, which he kind of just laid on top of the guy. Right. Yeah. They had. So let me ask you a question. We just said that the Saints had three total 
Correct. And that's not enough. So is four enough? No. They didn't affect the quarterback. Neither did the Saints. And Teddy holds the ball, too, now. He sure does. So, what, yeah. The what def- has happened to Unique Ngakwe? He's not – He's in. he had one pressure of, uh, of Bridgewater. He's uh, in the official stat sheet, one tackle, one pass defense. Well, he's clearly not the same player. No, he's not impacting the game. No. And so all that stuff that went on in the offseason, has it impacted him? I know he got digged up a little bit, but you're healthier out there. I, I mean, this kid looked like he would be a big-time pass rusher, and it's not happening. The bottom line is this is a defense that is not – play, they played really solid. Good run defense. They made it difficult for the Saints to get in the end zone. They played good red zone defense. Um, even the ball to Jared Cook that was caught was good coverage, contested by Jared, uh, Jared Wilson. Nice throw. I mean, it was a great throw, great yeah. catch. So they're, that was a solid defense, but they're not, they're not, it's not an impactful defense right now. It's not giving you short fields. It's not coming with the big plays. It's not, I mean, it's not changing the course of the game type of defense. And the big, and the way you change the course of a game is, is creating turnovers and they're not creating turnovers right now. Not See, even an opportunity. Would, not even opportunity. Right now, my uh, my story would be I'd, I'd I'd have to find out what's wrong with Ngagwe. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He had the I mean, is it the contract? Is he injured? Is it uh, you know what's the deal? I mean, this guy. Think about this. At one point, they were offering. I mean, in the offseason, there was an eighteen million dollar a year offer on the table, and then it was too low for his people. You think he would take that now? I think it would be an interesting conversation. But it's well, off the and table, Miles right? Jack has played like a shell of himself. He played better yesterday. A little bit, but still not the same guy I thought I would see this year. And they paid him already. Correct. I mean, your best defensive player still by far is Clay's Campbell. It's not even close. Your second best player is DJ Hayden right now, probably. You know who else is playing good? Wilson's playing pretty good. Yeah, DJ Hayden's playing good football. Yeah, Hayden, and he's playing through a foot issue, by yeah, the way. Uh, you know who Gerald, played good yesterday in flashes? Taven Bryant. Taven Bryant did play. That's a good call, Pete. And you watched the tape. I thought he did a good job yesterday. He's Josh Allen, Josh Allen Mar- does some really good things. Marshall um, Darius has not played well the last couple of weeks. And let me tell you who else plays well. And I think he's played well all season for the most part. Is big Avery Jones. Avery Jones is a good nose guard. Good job. He does a good job. Okay, uh, so they have a good nose guard. They have a good run player at end in Campbell or whatever he plays there. They put Darius in there, and they have two a linebacker who they paid a boatload of money. Why aren't they as good as they should be on the uh, on defense then? Well, um, I don't think they're rushing the passer very well with four, and that's how you create turnovers is hitting the quarterback more than anything else. They're not playing with the lead. So they're not forcing teams to press. Um, like those are the two big reasons. And certain guys aren't, I mean, Miles Jack isn't having a great year so far. And Gakwe's not having a great and year And Gakwe's so not having a great year. Darius is not having a great year so far. So it's performance too. But Bonnie Harrison hasn't had a good year. You got it. You got, you have to rush. The teams that create a lot of turnovers rush the passer and play with the lead. 
I will say this. I think A.J. Boye's played better with, with Jalen Ramsey not being there. Why is, the, why is that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Why? Why do you say that? Because his best year was 17 when Jalen was there. But, but don't you agree, though? Early in the year, he was struggling, and he's played better in the last couple But he was beat up. He had a lingering year, in, uh, injury uh, earlier in the year, Pete. I think he's feeling yeah. healthier. I think that's the issue. Okay. He's been better. Yeah, if you're healthier, you're going to be better. What do you think of Trey Herndon yesterday? He played fine. Yeah, I agree. He was solid. That's some great tackles. Great open field tackles. Yeah, Herndon, nine tackles, one for a loss yesterday. Yeah, I thought Herndon played good football. I mean. They're going to keep throwing at him, though, right? Other teams. Sure, but, I mean, they're going to. They threw it. They threw it. AJ, they threw it at everybody. Touchdown was against Jared Wilson on the uh, Jared Cook. I mean, the question that everyone's getting to is, is the outcome different if Jalen Ramsey plays? I don't think so. But it could be. So they're going to hold him to three? Because that's all, I mean. I mean, one play here or there, maybe there's a, like Pete said, maybe he gets a takeaway, a, a tip ball, they get off the field one extra time. Yeah, I, I, I'll just, I'll put it this way. I'm going to, I'm going to, you want to talk about riding the fence and not really saying anything. The statements I'm about to make are going to be re- absolutely ridiculous. And I am not the fence rider like you, JP. Pete rides the fence at times. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. So you're going to join us on the fence. I'm going to join you on the fence. Great. Obviously, you want your one of your best players. I still contend that your best defensive player on this team is Clay's Campbell. You just look at the production. Correct. Jalen is number Jalen, two. Jalen would be if he was there playing at the high level. Okay, last year, who was the best defensive player? Clay's Campbell. Correct. Okay. And 17, who was the best defensive player? Clayus Campbell. Right. So, what's your point? He's the best piece of play. He's not. He is. The well, def- what's your point? So, my point is okay. So, obviously, you want Jalen, who's your best, second best defensive player, and one of the best defensive backs in football. You want him on the field because it gives you a better chance of winning. So, possibly, he makes a different yes- difference yesterday, but I don't think he does. And you also had him all of last year, and you were five and eleven. But doesn't better it- coverage? make getting to the quarterback a little bit easier? You got to hold the ball a little bit longer? Again, Teddy was holding the ball yesterday already. Yeah, well, maybe a little another split second, and he holds it a little longer. I, my whole point is of riding the fence there, because I said absolutely nothing in the statements I just made, I is you don't, you don't know whether he makes you better or not, and the, or he changes the outcome of the game, but you do but, know that having better players makes you better, so you want him out there. But I, I, I can't see any point in that game where all of a sudden you win the game because Jalen's on the field. So how do you get him out there? Well, he has an injured back that is obviously very severe because he's missed three games. And you, because, you made the good point last week, Tony. If you're a player and you're trying to get out and you're trying to get a new contract, a back is not the injury you're going to fake or Jake. Well, he obviously has a very serious injury. Right. and. If it's this serious, it came out of nowhere because he played on Thursday night, and all of a sudden, it's, he's hurt. And played well. And played well. Yeah. And, it, it, and so, you know, what do you do? You're going to miss three games. He's telling you he can't go. He can't go. You move, I mean, 
So you got to try to get him healthy. And well, he practiced all, all, a little bit last. All you can do is he, he was limited for three days, Pete. And at oh. least when the times we were out there, it was individual work. Who knows after that? I mean, all yeah, you can do is. When he was is, in individual work, what was he doing? It wasn't much. Was he turning and running at all or covering anybody? Was he doing any of that stuff? The moments I was out there, I didn't see a lot of the full speed stuff in individuals, but that's just me. Listen, the <laughs> I want to be careful because. No, say it. Uh, say what you feel. My, my book is you get paid to play football. And if you can't play, you better have a real injury that's really bad. But if you can play by taking medicine or whatever, and you can help the team, you play. You Doug, mean Toradol? I don't care what it is. You go play. Now. But a back, you got to be careful with a back, Tony. Doug Marone said today in the conference call at 2 o'clock with the media that uh, they'll continue to get treatment today and tomorrow, and then they'll see where he is Wednesday and take it day by day. That was the look, coach's answer. Uh, Pete, look, we JP, were told. A back Pete, is an entirely different situation Pete, than a hamstring. Pete, this is or what we groin. He had a stiff back. Right? Isn't that what we were told? It's a stiff back? Okay, Tony, you're, you hurt your back today. If you had to play on Sunday, could you play? Yes. I would take muscle relaxers and I would do whatever it took to go out there and play. So basically, you're, you're I get, implying that he's I get paid to play. I don't know, or or I'm not saying anything. I'm saying he's missed three games. Well, you're questioning it. You're no, questioning whether he's up to the I, degree I, that he should not be. I'm uh, well, all I'm all I'm questioning is it can't. It has to be more than a stiff back. I hope it's not like a a, a, a disc a, a disc where he has to get. Maybe he needs surgery. Maybe we should shut him down for the year. I mean, that's the case. That's I'm, even worse I'm just saying, for Pete. I'm just saying, Pete. He's trying to do outside of the Jaguars. Pete, my only point is, when you miss three games in this league, you're telling your teammates and your team because he told us, literally, two, three weeks, <coughs> three weeks ago, that all he wanted to do is win, and he'd give everything he had to his team, and he loved his teammates. So now. You've been on the injury report, and you've missed football games because of a back injury. So well, that's it. So yeah, it, it, I agree. It, so so Tony, that's either one so it's either one. It's one either of two the things. The back is a, is a very is a serious injury that he's dealing with, or he's jaking it. It can't be anywhere in between. That's right? my point. And so I'll I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And if it must be like we might need to schedule surgery or something, something. Like, I mean, it must be so serious that you got to figure it out, and it's. It's not a good situation. So, if that's the case, I don't expect him back anytime soon. If you're right, well, if you're a teammate of his, are you angry with him with the idea that it might not be as bad? I'm asking the question. I'll tell you that much. Chris Mortensen yesterday before the game. I'm asking the question, Pete. You know that. Chris Mortensen yesterday had the tweet before the game when Ramsey was ruled inactive, said he participated only in individual drills this week after doctors found nothing debilitating with his back injury. That was the tweet from Mort Report from ESPN. So what does that tell you, Pete? Thanks, Tom. What does that tell you? Well, then then why don't they come out and say he's jaking it then? You can't. Sure you can. No, you can't. Let's come back in a moment. No, you can't, He's not getting traded, so let him rot there then. Or maybe – or – Let's make sure we get his back fixed because it must be something really serious. 
We'll continue. Hey, Tony, to... your sarcasm just is bleeding right through. You don't think he's hurt. Why I don't know. Pete, I don't know. I'm not in the locker yeah, room. I'm not a doctor. that he's not. I don't know. I just know this. He played Thursday night. There was no injury that we saw or heard of. He gets the flu. He wants to be traded. They're not going to trade him. He gets the flu. And then his back hurts. And he walks around. I see him walking around. And you hear it's a stiff back. He goes to a specialist. I mean, I don't know. It must be so serious. Like, I just know this, Pete. You've covered the league for a long time. I'm only going by in the locker room, and maybe it's changed. Like, if you can play, you get paid to play. You go out there and try to help your team. I'm waiting for the story where the anonymous quotes come from the locker room that they're tired of it. I would have had that already. But, Pete, am I wrong? Is that not what you do? There's got to be guys in there questioning that. And so, if that's – and here's the other thing I find troubling. What I know about Jalen Ramsey up to this episode is the dude loves football, is competitive, never missed a game, played through knee injuries, ankle injuries, came back from surgery quicker than anyone ever thought, Mm -hmm. in battle. I mean, is a warrior. And then now the blue, like – He's not playing because of a back that we've never heard of? Like, something doesn't add up. It's either so serious because the guy is, like, the one thing I'll never question Jalen about, the dude's tough. The dude is a warrior when he goes on that field and will battle anybody. He'll hit guys. Oh. He's great. And now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, like, we have this back injury that. You don't believe him. I don't know, Pete. I, I, you don't believe him. I can see. I can just read your tone. By the way, did he make the owner look bad? Well, it's. it's ne- I don't know. It's never a good look when the owner says that they had a meeting, a productive meeting, and that he believes that the player is going to play. And then he doesn't play. And he doesn't play. Let's come back. Plenty more ahead on this. Obviously, we'll um, touch back on the offense and the running game when we come back. Coming up at Daly's Place, busy schedule. Zach Brown Band. That's coming up on the 17th. Chicago, October 18th. Young Thug Machine Gun Kelly on the 19th. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. We're back with more Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans after this on the Jaguars Digital Network. The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Gasly Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast. 
and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. At Gate, when the Jags win, you win. This season, we're throwing it back to 1995 when it all began. Each time the Jags win, you can enjoy retro pricing on all 20-ounce Pepsis. So hurry into Gate the day after every Jaguars victory and throw back your favorite 20-ounce Pepsi for just 94 cents. Co-Jags. Gate, serving up more. Valid at participating North Florida Gate locations. Limit one per customer. Yeah, they could. Yeah, Lattimore on, but they also had a safety on for most of the time. So, um, DJ, uh, if he's one-on-one, I'll take him first anybody. Um, you know, but when, when they start putting two guys, and uh, it, get, it gets tough. Um, but, you know, we, we got enough guys, you know, in that room that can make plays, and, you know, we're going to do better. Gardner Minshew, the second Jaguars quarterback yesterday after the Jags lost to the New Orleans Saints, discussing the coverage on DJ Chark Jr., his wide receiver. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans continues. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli in Jacksonville. Pete Prisco, CBS Sports senior writer down in Fort Lauderdale. The uh, offensive talk continues here. You touched on that earlier, guys, the uh, the coverage on Chark and how at some point they're going to have to adjust and, and got, other guys have to get open and things have to happen. It didn't happen a lot yesterday. Uh, the running game. How was Leonard Fournette for you guys yesterday? I thought he ran pretty hard. Bounced, yeah, I, he made a nice bounce on the one run, I thought. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think he played hard. I think I think Leonard is and I think he's played hard all year. I think Leonard's been a good teammate. I think he comes prepared. I think he um is doing his job. I think he's a power back that when there is a, a crease and he gets going downhill, he's an effective runner. He's just not going to make people miss. That's not his game, and that's okay. He's a big, powerful back, and he has good hands. He ran a great route and got a big first down. Um, and I think Leonard Fournette's doing exactly what you want from a player, coming prepared, playing his tail off, uh, being a good teammate. And so I, I, I got nothing but good things to say about Leonard Fournette this year. Yeah, he's been he's been a lot better than I thought he would be. But having said all that, it, you, you pop on the tape. Like I did watch the tape from last week, Tony. 
there's times where he just misses. And you sit there and you go, there it is. Oh, you missed it. You know what I mean? He just doesn't find the, the Well, hole. I don't know if he misses it, Pete. More as much as that's, I mean, he's not going to, he's not a great. Uh, his vision isn't great. He's a one cut guy. Yeah, but his vision isn't great either. Well, even, but sometimes I think maybe he sees it, he just can't get there. I mean, he's a big back. He's a big, powerful guy. Yeah. And he, so I mean, he's a, and he's he, been better. He, uh, I'm going to give him credit because he's been better than I thought he would be this year. And, and you know, he's, he seems like a different guy now. And and you can't give any a guy like that. You got to give him credit for that. Absolutely, and he's sure. been good out of the backfield. He's catching the ball, great in the passing game too. Yeah, yep. I mean he is. Uh, I heard protection. he's been good in the locker room too. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he's like what, you, like like all right, man, like good player. Like he's doing he's doing his job. He's still third in the league in uh, yardage after this past week as well. After a 72 yard day on the ground, which is nice. I mean he's right there. Yeah, he didn't have the big run in there. He didn't have yeah. the big run. He got one call back on a just an atrocious hold. Yeah, what? Let's well, show show that real quick. So, can we show hand, it or not? There, yeah, absolutely. There were a handful of holding calls. Two of them, I think, were offset yesterday for the Jaguars offensive line. This is the worst hold in the history of the NFL. Well, this is in the fourth quarter early, about the 10-20 mark. So you're going to have first and 10 at the f- 35. Going in. Will Richardson's pulling around. He comes right there, and he's blocking DeMario Davis, and he hits him with his shoulder and knocks down Davis. Did he get the arm out in front, though? And no. Hook him? He didn't hook him? No, he didn't hook him. Watch. No, you can't see know. it there. I don't know. Can't see it. Can't see it. I'll, I'll just show you. The All-22 I watched. His, it, from didn't that look, view, it didn't look like a hold. No, the flag it's not came a in, hold. The flag came in from the side as well. Yeah, because the, the guy imagines what he th- thinks he sees. So he, He's pulling around for everyone listening, and he's coming up in the hole, and DeMario Davis, the linebacker, is coming from the inside out. And so he's trying to undercut the play, which, by the way, he's never making the tackle no matter what. So he tries to undercut it. Will Richardson hits him with his right arm and forearm on the on his shoulder pad and shoulder. He just happens and, to go to the ground. And the force of it spins De, uh, DeMario Davis around, and he falls down. The side judge thinks he sees something that doesn't happen. He thinks he sees he gets hooked and is pulled down. There's no pulling at all. There's no yanking. That would have given him a nice first down inside oh. the 35-yard line. First and 10 at the 35. It changed, it, it changed the outlook. Down seven. Of that series. Here we go. And then. And yeah. my problem is, it's and by the way, this isn't picking on the Jags. This is league wide. If you watch the end of the da- uh, Dallas Jets game, they had six Terrible. straight plays with penalties. Some were actual penalties, and some were ticky tack calls that should not be called. Terrible. And the officials right now are over officiating games. Let guys play. Call holding when it's egregious. When it's a hold. I agree 100%. I mean, call pass interference. Play. Like, the whole pass interference thing needs to be thrown out. The, if I was commissioner, I would use my executive privileges that I'm not even sure the commissioner has, but i give them to myself. And I would call every team and saying, and every official, PI will no longer be reviewable. I agree. Because What's the point of reviewing it? They never turn it or overturn anything. And <laughs> it's a judgment call. Call it as you see it. And coaches, shut up and stop complaining we're playing football. Because that's how we've done it for 100 years. Or 99. Just the 100th, we want to change it. And it's a disaster. <laughs> because the PI against 
Chris Conley was obviously P.I. Correct. I would not have challenged it if I was Doug. I said on the radio, don't challenge it because they're not overturning it. Hmm. I did a Thursday night game where they were holding, tackling the arm and holding the arm of the Giants receiver, and they didn't call it. It was as clear as P.I. as you can have. They didn't overturn it. They're not overturning it, so don't do it. It's, it's a, it, the officials right now are out of control. It's a tough job they have. I get that, but they're over over officiating the game right now. It's and it's bad for the game. It's not good for the fans. It's not good for the players. It's not good for any of us involved in this league. Let's come back. Um, we'll talk about homecoming weekend when we return. Homecoming second hour coming up. We'll have the uh, more on the Jalen Ramsey injury situation. Touch some of the top stories. Your social questions. Uh, coming up, uh, prior to each game, entertain your guests in air-conditioned suites of the Public's Ultimate Tailgate Party, presented by Party Shack. Visit jacksvillage.com and reserve your suite today. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans of the Jaguars Digital Network. The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daly's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daly's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daly's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daly's Food Truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com, jacksvillage.com. You know, it seems like it was just yesterday, just driving around town, seeing all the new developments, uh, it's hard to believe. And uh, even seeing all the improvements and the new developments around the stadium, it's, uh, it's hard to believe. So it's, it's, uh, it's been a while, but it, it seems like yesterday. Jimmy Smith, the great Jaguars wide receiver in the pride of the Jaguars. That was Saturday night at the Legends Gala at the Prime Osborne Convention Center. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Roselli, Pete Frisco, Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans continues. It was the start of homecoming weekend. For the Jaguars. I need some medicine. My back hurts. Uh, that was a good event, though. <laughs> I wish I would have been there. I would have been fun. You weren't invited. Don't worry about it. How many guys, Tony, how many guys from the 95 team were there? Like 22 showed up? 21, 22? Is that how many any, were on the field? Any surprise Any surprise guys that you didn't hadn't seen in a while that you didn't think would be there? Well, not, I didn't know who was going to be there, but I hadn't seen Vinny Clark forever, and Vinny was there. Vinny Clark, wow. Yeah, it was great. It was great to see him. He could have thanked me for saving his life. How's remind me of that, Pete? How you saved his life? Well, we, we joke. Me and Osher joke about it all the time. Remember when he went off and and the in, neck um, injury, New England. Yeah. And he was screaming and yelling and and pitching a fit when he got cut. Remember he got cut on the plane on the way home. That was in '96. Yeah. Well, he ended up getting cut. And remember he they all blame. Remember everybody blamed me and Osher for that for some reason. Me initially, but I. <laughs> and so what happened was. He went to Cincinnati, and they tried to pick him up, or somebody tried to pick him up. I think Cincinnati, and they did a test on him, and he, they found out he had a, a defect in his heart or something. I thought it was his neck, but maybe it was. I thought it was something else, but anyways. Uh, but Vinny, Vinny, you know Vinny, you, you know who Vinny is. He's the Clay, I love Vinny Clark, by the way, but he, <clears throat> he's the one who threatened to blow up my car on the practice field. <laughs> Which is so funny because Vinny is one of the most fun-loving. I good... love Vinny. That's why he got so mad. I can, it, could you imagine if that happened today? He screamed it at me on the practice field. Yeah, I, I wish he would have. <laughs> oh, wow. God, Jeez, wow. God. Oh, you so know who, I'm joking, Who else Pete? from the 95 team was there? Anybody? Like, guys that – because that's just that's one, yeah, out of the playoffs. And I, I like Vinny. Santos? Santos Stevens? Oh, yeah. He was always, like, very easygoing, though. Funny. Leon Brown? Who? Leon Brown, the running back. Oh, uh, I saw Leon a couple days. Leon was a police officer yeah. in Jacksonville for a while. Yep. It was cool. Man. Remember, remember his story is the leg went one way and the foot went the other. Yeah. Um, who well, else was there from 95? What was the coolest part of the weekend, though? Because there were a couple of ceremonies during the game Sunday. Uh, and then the, the whole the, thing. The I mean, the gala was awesome. It was a great event. Good party. Um, being recognized with the 95 team was cool. And then probably the probably the top twenty five at halftime. Yeah, they announced the all twenty five team. That was probably the best. Introduced everybody yeah. that was there. Like yeah. no no go go Keith Gogainis or um no or I just, no 
James Williams, I'm sure, wasn't there. No, no, um, no, no, no. Mickey Washington. Oh, who else was there? Spangy. Spangy came back. That was great. I hadn't seen Spangy for a while. Dana Hall. No. Dana Hall was he was in '95. I thought he showed up in '96. No, I think it was '95. If I remember correctly. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It was just a good event. A lot of laughs. You know, it's just you see guys for the first time in such a long time. It's just. uh, So no ring of honor for anybody. I mean, no nobody going up in the ring this year, huh? No, nope. Oh, it's time to put Keenan up there. Okay. Uh, listen, Keenan's amazing. Amazing Jag, what he's done. Yeah, All the way around. I mean, Keenan and Maurice are the next two that need to go up there. Yeah, Mojo. Yeah. Was he there? No. What uh, What defensive player would you put up there? Because you need a uh, first defensive player. Who is it? Rasheen. Yeah, I agree. I was about to say the same thing. I'd say Rasheen, too. Let's come back. Second hour is just ahead we'll get to the top stories again we'll get to your social media questions to get baselli all angry you think we can bring like a masseuse in here to work on my back my back's tight and i'm not this is not i'm not making this up i'm really hurting right now my back is messed up we're back in a moment it's jaguars happy hour on the jaguars digital network Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton Hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. For tile, wood, and
stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit floorandecor.com. When it comes down to the hands battle and, you know, trapping hands and things like that, I think you're not really going to get a lot of those. You know, I thought that if you make, uh, my opinion was if you make contact prior to the ball, you know, getting to the receiver, then he has no chance, you know what I'm saying, of really catching a football, which I would look at as egregious. But, you know, obviously they didn't feel that way and, and, and they, didn't, they didn't take a chance. I mean, we get a you know, they do a lot of... A lot of stuff during the week where they give us a ton of film, and um, we know it's difficult to get a flag down on the field. And, um, you know, but I thought at that time, I thought he hit him, you know, before the ball got to him. I thought that was egregious enough, but um, I was wrong. And Coach Doug Marone after the game yesterday discussing that challenge of pass interference. <laughs> and welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Our second hour begins. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, oh. Pete Prisco. I can I can feel the pain from here, Baselli. I mean, he's oh, sitting down. He's moaning and groaning. Uh, it really he's got hurts. something in that coffee, maybe to help you out. If anyone has any like pharmaceutical muscle relaxers that they can prescribe me, I don't want to do anything illegal, but I need some drugs. Legal drugs. Uh. Not illegal. Yeah, well, legal drugs. Careful. Yeah, careful. You're yeah, go, down to, go down to the locker room. You probably find whatever you need. Pharmaceuticals are legal if they're prescribed by a doctor. I just said, is there any doctors listening that can call me in? <laughs> you have a phone, don't you? You can well, call. It's a two-way sure street. There's some doctors listening to us right now. Don't you have a doctor somewhere? <laughs> hey, guess what, Pete? He's gonna be doing a commercial soon. Um, I think it sounds like. I'm sure there's some yeah. doctor listening right now well, to us. Well, we know what he's not a poster boy for anymore. Oh, well. What's that? What's that? Because I'm looking. At, uh, have you looked in the mirror lately, buddy? Oh no, I'm not denying I'm fat, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get paid a boatload of money to get skinny either. Well, I was skinny when I needed to be, and I'm no longer. It's no longer needed. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Wow. Well, I hope you feel better. season, Baselli. Of course we're fat. Well, Tony, I hope your back feels better. Well, I'm supposed to play golf in the morning. There's no way. No I can't way. Do it. No There's way. No way. Don't even try it. Although. Well, maybe it'll loosen it up. No, no. No? I, if there's any chance of me being able to play, I will play. I'll find a way because I enjoy it. But right now, I can't imagine. Let's you get to. You can't sit still. You can't play golf. Come on. <laughs> That's what I just <laughs> said. Yeah, That's don't right. be, don't yeah. push it. Why? What do you think Just the play, to play golf? What do you think the plane ride's gonna be like to Denver on Wednesday for me? Oh my gosh, are you doing that game th Thursday night? Yeah. Oh. All of a sudden, De all of a sudden, Denver wins. They're right back in the AFC West. And the Raiders are in it, and then and the Chargers beat the Titans this week, and they're right back in it. 
We'll go around That's the crazy. We'll go around the National Football League and uh, recap yesterday's games coming up in just a little well, bit. Are Let's, we going to spend two segments? Because there's some games I want to get yes, into. Yes, we're going to touch the they're AFC gonna, South, and then we're going to touch the rest of the but league. I, I want the, there's some fascinating stuff going around the league. There is. And that'll be coming up. We'll get social questions coming up. Let's touch again on some of the big stories around the Jags. Uh, starting with the offensive issues yesterday, they couldn't find anything consistent. On the offensive side of the football, couldn't really maintain many drives. They ran the ball okay, uh, but Gardner Minshew didn't have his best day as the quarterback. So, I, I think the offensive line played well. I thought Leonard was good. I thought the tight ends were thin, and, you know, it's a struggle right now. Tough. Got a lot of injuries. I thought the receivers didn't win and create separation, and I don't think Minshew was very good. I thought he was confused. That's all? That's right. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, That's a lot. What's the deal with uh, Swain? He about he got knocked out. Yeah. So head coach Doug Marone today in that press conference, Pete said uh, he's in concussion protocol, and he uh, had a, a sprained ankle as well. Well, yeah. yeah. It looked like the play. He like he got knocked out so badly that he didn't feel the ankle bend backwards. Well, right. because he was out. I when know. You're knocked out. You don't feel anything else. Uh, no kidding. So. And that wasn't a dirty play either, by the way, uh, by Demario Davis. That's just a bang bang play. He didn't lead yeah, with it. I didn't think it was dirty either. He didn't lead with his helmet. He actually turned his body and hit him with the shoulder. He just was a little high, a little high. And Davis so, doesn't have a history of no, that. No, no, he's, he's a good pretty, football player. Yeah. He's a really he's a he's one of the most underrated players in the league. Tony. Jeff and I were talking, Pete. That would have been a highlight on ESPN when we played. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, wow, look at that. Jack him up. Because I mean, we used to have hits like that all the time. <laughs> that was not that hit happened all the time. Do you? Uh, so he's in a concussion protocol. He's probably not playing this week. Here's the other thing, Pete. How about this? There was a time not long ago when I played. That hit would have been celebrated as a great play, and there was a fifty-fifty chance Jeff Swain would have came back and played in that same game. Yeah. Well, I mean, he also hurt his ankle. Like, yeah, but if the ankle's not hurt. Take the ankle out. You know that, Pete? Guys would. Yeah, smelling salts. In you go. I mean, I can (laughs) tell you, there's times I've seen seen guys with, like, their eyes, like, rolling back in their head. And, like, two series later, they're right back in the huddle. Here we go. Ready to go. So, if he can't play, then what? You got to go sign somebody. You're going to have to go sign somebody uh, on, off the street. It's the Seth DeValve show coming up in Cincinnati. They're thin there. And ben Koyak. I don't think the rookies anytime is – I don't think the rookies coming back this week either. Josh, I'll, now it sounded like today Doug was optimistic in his conference call today. Like has, haven't, we, haven't we heard that for like, a while? And here's the thing: let's say he chance is, he could play. Okay, so, let's say there's what a could chance. he do? I okay. don't know. Great. Let's say there's a chance. This is a rookie who's never played an NFL game. He haven't played a scrimmage yet. He yeah, done he's anything. done nothing full speed. Because it's yeah. not like they go full speed in practice now, yeah, and it's right. not like he come into the into the league with a reputation for being a run blocker either. No. No, in the off-season so, program, he wasn't that either. He was running around doing running routes, which is what happens in the off-season. That's the problem because they can't block the edge. Well, that's why they got Obwehi playing tight end, and that's why they should watch Mercedes tonight for Green Bay. Well, why? What, why? Well, he's he's a Packer. He's a Packer, Pete. What are you going to yeah, pack- package deal for Mercedes? Pete, he we was get your, uh, He could have come home. We get your point well, that they should never have let him. The go. past is in the past. 
that's not going to change anything now. Don't look back, Pete. Look forward. Don't be a media guy who just tells everyone else what they did wrong based on 2020 vision. Look ahead. Let's give review. us give us something, Pete, that we can build on, build hope. You want to review the last five drafts and see what the Jags could have taken while we're at it, Pete? Yeah, you want I mean, me to geez. review your picks from this past weekend and how bad they were? No, please don't do that. <laughs> hey, at least I can admit my mistakes. I was awful. <laughs> the defense bounced back. They had a solid game. Yeah, they have a solid. That's a good. You know, that's a good description. They had a really good, solid game. They needed it too after a, a rough outing in Carolina the week before. And in moments, the second half of the game in Denver, they stood strong when they needed to. And yeah, got, no, they the, the offense got back in the game. No, they well, didn't stay strong when er, they needed to. No, <laughs> when no, the game was on the line, they actually gave up The point. point was, early in the second half, they let the offense work back into the game and held sure. Denver down. Yeah. That was my point. Yeah, obviously, the big drive to give up the lead was not good. Yeah. But uh, uh, And then last week against Carolina, not good against the run at all. But if they bounced back. A solid game, game. Do they still play a good defensive game? If who plays? Drew Brees. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, we, I don't know. It's tough to say, Pete. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's tough to say, but but Bridgewater was not good yesterday. He's four and zero. It's just goes a to good... show you that quarterback wins is a meaningless stat at times. It's just a good overall team. They have a good, solid right. team. That line is good, right, Tony? The yeah, they're good offensive good. line. They're uh, you know running backs good. Good running back. It's very well coached. They schematically got some things. That big third down Taysom Hill run. Um, and you knew what was coming too, right? Uh, you had to. <laughs> I, I mean, what else does he do? I don't, see, I don't mind when they put Taysom Hill in when Teddy Bridgewater's playing, but I I even told Sean Payton, I go, why would you ever take Drew Brees off the field to put Taysom Hill in the game? What do you say? He goes, have you seen him throw a pass? Like, I don't care if he can throw. Who cares? Did he show you he his th- ring? He, he thinks he's really <laughs> going to be the, a good quarterback, too. Did he show me the ring? It wasn't, he only has one. One more than what you. But I'm coach. If I was coach, how do you know I would have a ring? Oh, I know. Uh, of course. Based uh, on your picks this past week, I know. Yeah. yeah as a GM, you probably have like seven rings, right, Pete? Yeah. No, I mean, look, it doesn't mean you can't criticize the guy for his decisions. I'm not a five-star chef, but I sure as heck knows, know what tastes good. Look at my stomach. That's a good call. Good point. And then, of course, the Jalen Ramsey situation. He uh, Today, Doug Marone said that they'll go day-to-day, treatment today, tomorrow. They'll see where he is on Wednesday, and that's the coach's view of it. Now, the other view of it is that the owner expected him to play on Sunday, and he did not play on Sunday with a back issue after practicing limited all week. And I guess the rule is he doesn't have to talk to the media because he's not active. Is that right? Oh, Jalen? Yeah. What's the league rule there? If, I, if, if, if he's, he's not on the, active during the, on game day, he doesn't have to talk to the media. Well, what about during the week? If He should be talking to the media. He should be made available. Even if he's on the injury report. My, I guess right? my question is, what's league policy? If, if like, if the media well, he's practicing. Wa- he was limited in practice. He was around. He should yeah. be available. So, so, so good, normal, all players. Normal Thursday was his day to talk, kind of thing. Yeah, and and that hasn't happened in a few weeks. But oh, so then that's his decision not to talk. Then he's not talking. He's it, all players have to be available for. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in that forty-five minute window, and you can. I think there's two players you can pick to go to the podium only. So there you go. And so my question is, could the league step in if they wanted to and say, Jalen, you have to talk? 
No, we've seen offense. Remember the old offensive lines from the Broncos? Well, they they can, didn't talk for a whole year. Well, they can find him. They yeah. can find him, if, though, if, right? If, yeah. if That's my point. The yeah. league could say you have to talk, and if Jalen doesn't, then they can find him. Yeah. yeah. I think that only comes if there's a complaint from the, the, media. Beat, the beat. Yes. So. Interesting. But that's so the, I'm trying to think when we so, covered so would you could, didn't talk. So, Pete, if you were on the beat right now and Jalen refused to talk to you, would you complain to the league and say, I want him available? I called the league when Tom Coughlin hit Jimmy Smith's injury on a Wednesday. Of course I would. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't. I love it. I you love know me it. better than that. I know. I just like hearing you say it. It's awesome. Don't you remember that day when Jimmy was – he wasn't practicing, but he was on the injury report. And I had warned Tom. I said, Tom, enough's enough. And I went outside. And a couple guys told me Jimmy wasn't practicing. And I went inside, and I called Diello in the league office. I told him, this thing's out of control. Coffin's not putting injuries on the injury report. Next day, Jimmy jumped me in the locker room. <laughs> How did that go? Well, I go, Jimmy, what are you mad at me for? He goes, it's my injury. It's my injury. I go, you're not injured. You weren't on an injury. I mean, if you're injured, you're not on an injury report. I go, it's nothing, no reflection of you. It's a reflection of Tom. But he jumped me. And then Tom oh, got God, Those are the good old days. <laughs> I used to love getting mad at Pete. It was so much fun. That, that was, you know what? It was fun because Pete wasn't in, in my years covering the league, the five, six years or whatever it was that I covered that locker room was as much fun as I've ever had. Because Pete didn't – it was fun because you could go after him, and he wouldn't back down, even when he was wrong. He'd just sit there and start yapping at you. Right. And then and you guys would yap back at me. No, it was fun. That's what I'm saying. It was fun. We had yeah. the, the Pr Prisco-free zone. We taped off an area in the locker room. He wasn't mm -hmm. allowed to come in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't, aside from a few guys, it was never really nasty. No, it was always in fun. We'd always make – Ah, there were some nasties there. No, I'm saying with most of the guys, it was always in fun. Correct, correct. But there were a couple guys. Like when we did like, the Prisco free zone, that was in fun. We taped. Oh, off. that was fun. No, that was all. In fun. We talked. Well, who were some we, of the bad we, ones? We Pete? taped off an area. Oh, he Brian, to come Brian DeMarco went way overboard at times. He's a little aggressive. Uh, James Williams, I mean, really aggressive. Tony Brackens didn't talk to me for four years or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, That's right. He didn't talk to many people. Was is, uh, was Kevin Hardy there this weekend? Yeah, K Hard was here. Yeah. Uh, he was a good dude. Um, but, yeah, there were certain guys that, that kind of, you know, were hard to deal with. Hmm. But you know what I used to say, and John Osher says it now, if they don't talk, they don't talk. So what? Yeah. There's a million other guys in the locker room that will talk. 52 other guys in there right now. Yep. Let's come back. We'll um, get to the social questions tonight. Oh, I can't. Well, I we've love got social some, We've got a very oh, good I bet they're really good assortment. This week. Yes, they are. Anyone taking shots at the offensive line? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Disappointing. They're not, they're the line defender will be with us coming up after the break. <laughs> the Jags have launched. <laughs> the Jags have launched a new mobile app and secure digital ticketing. The all-new official Jacksonville Jaguars app features exclusive content, enhanced game day alerts, and much more. Look for secure digital ticketing this year at TIAA Bankfield. No screenshots anymore. Download or update the official app on Apple and Android devices. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. 
1995, Tito Beveridge set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes and fusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Hey, Jags fans, come cool off with No Way Wednesdays at Gate. Every Wednesday during Jags season, come fill up an 8-ounce cup with your favorite Yobi frozen yogurt and all the tasty toppings you crave for $3.99. Enjoy this low-calorie, refreshing frozen yogurt treat and top it off with fresh fruit, sprinkles, and other fun toppings. Available at participating Gate locations. Gate, serving up more for Jags fans. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. JacksVillage.com. Since its founding in 1998, the Hanania Automotive Group has been putting Jacksonville first by caring about the community, giving to charities like Canines for Warriors, the USO, and more, caring about customers, giving you the best service, selection, and value, and by caring about the economy, providing over 1,000 local jobs and growing. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making Hanania the largest auto group in Northeast Florida. We'll always be here. We'll always care. Visit HananiaAutos.com. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a yield pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Starting to mold ourselves into it, you know what I'm saying, where we want to be. Still got a lot of work left to do. Um, still got a lot of work left to do. So uh, we're not nearly as good as we can be, nor as we want to be, um, nor as we will be. So we just keep keep working. Cam Robinson, Jaguars left tackle. In the locker room yesterday after the Jaguars lost to the New Orleans Saints. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. Glad you're with us today for the second hour of this program. Time now for our social media questions. Hey, JP, can I ask you one question real quick? No. What's the, up, what's the update on Marquise Lee? Marquise Lee. He had a midfoot sprain. Was, or a, a lower leg. He had a boot on yesterday. That's all I know. It looked like midfoot, what they were looking at, but maybe it was ankle. Sprained ankle. Ankle. 
Well, that's good. At least it wasn't the knee again. No, it was lower. Correct. Body. Yeah, it was lower. lower it was a sprained lower, ankle. Lower, lower. That's right. Uh, minor to moderate. Kid can't buy a break, can he? I know, right? I mean, that's unfortunate. <sighs> it's too bad. Really, it was on a running play. He got rolled up, right? Um, just trying to work his way back from the previous injury, and here he goes again. Uh, Ian Rappaport earlier said um, minor to moderate, considered week to week, so he he will likely miss some time. So there you have it with Marquise. Now, social media questions, starting with at Young Baselli. And I don't think uh, this is any relation to you, Tony, as we've said before. I'd like Tony to rank each of the Jaguars' individual offensive linemen's performances this season from one to five. Overall? Yeah. Who's been the best offensive lineman for this team, one to five? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. You've done it before. Well, yeah, I'm not going to do it right now. Why? Because I, I would want to go back and look at the film closer and really gather my thoughts. We have six games now, and off the top of my head, it's unfair to do. Well, I'll give you how, how PFF ranks it. Okay. I don't really care because Pro they don't know what they're looking at half the time. Focus. Yes. Brandon Linder, one. Andrew Norwell, two. Juwan Taylor, three. Cam Rob Cam Robinson four, and AJ Can five, and Will Richardson six. Uh, correct. Hmm. Do okay. you agree? I don't know. I mean, I'd have to game the game. It depends. Just the like first initial In thought. General, boom. Let's go. Pick five right. I now. think Linder's been the best center. Well, he's been the best. I think Norrell's he's been, been the, the only be center. I think Norrell's been the best guard. And I, Taylor's been the best tackle. And I thought this past game was Cam's best game. This past game was Cam Robinson's best game. So I see Cam getting better. Cam played – I thought Cam did a good job. Cam's I, think little, Cam, I, I think Cam Robinson's getting better too. Cam was, Cam's the most physical player. I think Cam has a ton of upside. Cam Robinson. Yep, Cam yeah. Robinson. Uh, I think Jawan Taylor's going to be a stud. I think we have two tackles that are on the trajectory to be bookend tackles for the next 10 years if they can stay healthy. Both are really good players. I think Will Richardson's going to be a starter in this league for a long time. I think that Norrell uh, gets uh, uh, overly criticized because of his salary. Um, but I thought he played well this week. Did they overpay for him? Like every other free agent in the history of the NFL, outside of about a handful, yeah. you overpay for free agents the way it goes. It's an open market. You've taken a lot of heat for defending Norwell, though. I don't care. Tell, well, I, I, and Norwell's best it was better this week. I just from looking at the TV last that, week, you uh, loved them, and well, I, no. I go back and watch that tape, Tony. There were f more misses than you gave him credit for. No, he had two in the first three quarters. If you want to go watch it, I'm happy to watch it with you. Yeah, yeah. There were there was I'm one happy. where he was he got he whiffed on a on a run play, and and then there was one on a protection. I'm but, happy. I'm happy. Anyone who'd like to come watch uh, offensive line film with me, I'm happy to do it. But this week, this week he looked like he was much better, particularly in the run game. I'm not saying he's a top five guard in this league. I'm not saying he's one of the best guards. But, okay, I'll say this. Go in the AFC South. Outside of uh, – Well, the AFC, AFC South guards are bad except for uh, Nelson. the two in – Quentin Nelson. The two, both of them in, in Indianapolis because Glowinski's better than him too. Better than Norwell? Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. The Titans yeah. guards are terrible. Roger yeah. Saffold is awful. 
Um, you just go around the and league the and look at the Texans guards got a rookie there. He's you know he's developed. He's different. Just go and around the, the league the right and watch guard play. play. And Andrew Norwell is a physical player. He had a couple few bad plays against the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. One that was egregious that overshadows everything else. I get it. I'll give you a perfect example. He got called for two penalties uh, this week. One was a false start. Can't happen. Terrible mistake by a veteran player. The next one was a hold. He held a guy that wasn't his guy that was beating someone else, and he basically tried to cover up and tackle him so the quarterback didn't get killed. Here's his overall grades from PFF by week. Minus 0.7, not bad. Minus 1.5, bad. Minus 1.7, not good. Positive one against Denver. And the game you defended him on, they had a minus 4.3. So they thought he was awful. I don't care what they think. Well, I mean, most fans <laughs> agreed with him. Yeah, most coaches don't pay attention to that. <laughs> He's getting, don't, don't he, I do get you going with Here it. Am comes. I wrong, Pete? You, hey, Pete. Around well, the I league. don't necessarily agree with everything they say either. Do coaches do coaches agree with what PFF usually puts out there? Well, the teams buy it. Coaches. No, I'm not saying they do. I'm asking you a question. Answer it, Pete. No, they don't. Thank you. Next question. At Long John Silver 85, do the guys think that the offensive woes were more on the offensive line or the receivers not getting open? I've already answered that question. The, the receivers. receivers. It was receivers the, didn't win. The receivers didn't win. The young quarterback was confused, didn't play well. Easy enough. Easy answer. They Easy touched question. the quarterback three times. Three. That's correct. That's correct. Next question. Bo Alford, who wins this tag team wrestling match? Tony and Minshew versus Pete and Calais. Oof. I think AEW would love to have that on Wednesday yeah. nights on Here, TNT. Here's the thing. I want nothing to do with Calais in my current state of uh, health and age. And Pete wants nothing to do with Gardner Minshew. Oh, come on now. You know better than that. <laughs> Pete, come on. Minshew's crafty, I think. <laughs> Minshew would wear you out, yeah. Pete. I'm crazy. <laughs> See, so, I, listen, I have crafty, enough. Crafty, not more than. Crafty doesn't win over crazy. I have enough humility to understand that I don't want to get in the ring with Clay's Campbell. He is and a, nor do I want to get in the ring with anybody. Yeah, but, that's my but point. if I had to, cra crazy wins over crafty. I mean, if I have to, yeah, I'm going to go low and I'm going to try to get him, you know. I, like, there's no, I, I don't even have a game plan right now against. But Clay. the best that, well, his first move would go hit you in your back. Well, I'd be over. <laughs> like he hit me, if he hit me anywhere, I'm done. But but now, the best question now be, this I'll say Tony this Sally matched up in his prime against Calais Campbell in his prime playing football. Mm. I like my, you know the funny thing is Calais and I have talked about this before. Calais is one of my favorite players, and we talk about football, and, and uh, we talked about that, and I think it would be a great matchup. I have a ton of respect for him. I told him how I'd block him, what I'd do, and what my game plan would be, and he la laughed, and he it would be a great matchup. It'd be a great matchup. Clays well, what would you do? Number one, I'd short set him. Um, I'd get my hands on him, take away any you know, ability for him to get going. I, I, I would change up the set. so Because uh, one of the things, if you watch Clay's get in the rhythm, he's just brutal because he gets going. And so I'm going to change things up. I'm going to cut him. I'm going to go low on him a few times to change up, the, you know, make him think. Mm -hmm. But not as much low because I was never a big cutter. I'd probably jump him more than anything and change it up. And then uh, in the run game, just you got to get physical with them. 
It's going to be tough. You got In the running game, you really have to take good footwork because if he starts slanting and beats you to the spot, you're dead, and he's going to push you in the backfield. So with all that said, I, I mean, it would be – It'd be a huge, huge challenge because he's such a good player. But I, anybody from I would, I would look your, forward to it. Your your experiences he reminds you of blocking. Um, that big and tall, long. Yeah, I mean, no. yeah. I'm trying to figure. Remember, no. Re- I mean, Reggie White was big, not as long as he was stronger than Clay. and more powerful, probably. Right, right. But more he wasn't pa- as tall. But he wasn't as tall at that length. No, I don't. I'm not sure. There's a guy I like. I can remember being. So you remember been, Sean Jones? He so Sean Jones, guy. yeah, I played against Sean Jones. So that'd be a similar body yeah. style. Yeah. You know, Sean Jones was the first guy I ever played against. What team? Green Packers. Bay Packers. It was Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I remember. Shut he out. He was long and, and <laughs> lean like that. Shut out, Pete. Huh? You shut, shut out. out. Shut yeah. out. Next question at. But yeah, the long story short, I don't want to wrestle. Clays right now, so that means him and Pete would win. We can call. I, I'd quit. We can call Tony Khan and see if they put it on AEW Wednesday nights. Well, how much? I, how much is that going to get me? I, I would know. be the sad. Do we have to take our shirts off? No, I'd, <laughs> they, we, we have to wear a singlet. <laughs> the shirts off. <laughs> like I would. The fact no. of like Clays body slamming me would just oh. be brutal. Oh. Gosh, that would hurt. I'd be tagging Minshew so fast. Like, go, go, Gardner. You're, <laughs> You're up. In. You're in. You're in. Go get him. Go for would it. throw me out of, the, out of the ring. Like, one little swim. Boom. He'd throw me out like, you know, boom. Right out of the ring. <laughs> Next question from at the Josh Hampton. What are you angrier about? The way the team's performing or the way fans are reacting? And I followed up with Josh here after he asked this question. Say, what do you mean? Like, clarify a little more. And he's talking more about the offensive line play. And the uh, – the fans have been talking about it a lot. Are you angry about that? I'm not angry about the fans. I That's fine. I have no problem with the fans. It's the easiest. I mean, go around, go around the, I mean, the NFL. The first guy who's going to get criticized when it's offense is the quarterback. Well, you have a young quarterback that's popular and is playing well. After that, the easiest group to blame is the offensive line. Of course. It's Always. easy. That is the easiest thing. It happens it's, everywhere it's almost because unfair. I mean, you defend them too much, but it's almost unfair to the offensive line. And I go back to when when I used to do grades, Tony, in the newspaper back in the day. I'd go passing game, running game, uh, pass defense, run defense, and there was always one category for the offensive line. And why nobody else got graded like that? But that's the way they wanted it. So, I it's, mean, t- it's not fair to the offensive line they, really I mean, because most people don't know what they're looking at. Including PFF? Yes. Wow. <laughs> At times. They you know what? I'm not going to – because, look, I've sat down with you and other Hutchinson and a group of current offensive linemen and to a man, they all say, you have no idea what my assignment is on that play. None. No. And especially PFF graded off the TV copy half the time. And, and, Tony, they were sitting there watching film together, these current linemen, and they were watching. He said, look, I can't give you a grade on that. I don't know what your assignment is on that play. From from you know, players, current players, and they don't know the assignments. I, Pete, you're preaching to the choir. So I'm not mad at the fans. It's That's been like that, no problem. I get it. But I'm going to defend the guys. I'm going to like, tell you the truth when I watch. Like, if they don't play well, I'll tell you they don't play well. Yeah, but I think this is some of the leftovers from when you used to defend Jokel on a weekly basis. Well, he was a young guy, and 
I felt bad. <laughs> Here it is again. Vinny's going down that road again. No, but okay, JP. Yes. Have I not been critical of Cam Robinson and the te- his footwork and some of the things he's yes, done? Yes, you have. have. Yes, you have. And I love Cam. I think Cam is like his physicality, his attitude, the way he plays the game. I love him. And I bet he likes the critique. But like I but, watch him, and there's certain things like he can approve. And now he has the potential of what he can be is off the charts. But like I'll tell you the truth, I like I said it on the radio yesterday. Juwan Taylor got beat twice by Cam Robinson. I mean, not Cam Robinson, Cam Jordan. And the second one for sure, I said it on the air, and I'm watching. It might have been both, but the second one for sure. He had a tight end next to him. Cam uh, Cam Jordan's wide. And instead of going out and eating up some ground and getting more uh, some uh, width in his pass set, he is straight vertical. You don't do that against Cam Jordan because he's a power guy. He's not beating you with speed. So close the distance and get some horizontal width and give yourself a chance. You're going straight back. Cam, Rob, uh, Cam Jordan's coming downhill on you. It's a bad, bad combination. lift you off the ground. There you go. So right. no, that doesn't make Juwan Taylor a bad player. Made a, made a bad set. I mean, I think I'm pretty honest about what I see in the offensive line. I mean, but, yeah, most of the time you are. You, I mean, some of the guys you defended too much. Well, and if anything, it's a result of because people say things they don't know what they're looking at. And they make comments I mean, about a group yeah, of people that tough. they don't understand you, what they're doing. If you've never been in there or never been in those oh, rooms, it's on, tough man. to know. That's why I, I mean, stay this is the one position. I mean, it's the only thing that's even close to it is, uh, is a corner, a man corner. But you literally could play, if you play 70 plays as an offensive lineman, you could play 68 of them perfect, dominating the guy. And you have two bad plays that result in tackle for a loss, a sack, sack, fumble, whatever. And now. You're the you're the dog. No, he played terrible. Well, wait a second. Yeah, I had two bad plays. It's not okay. That's we signed up for this, by the way. We get mm-hmm. it. But you, it, it's the easy answer to say, oh, he's terrible. No, that's not accurate. We've got two more questions. Let's wait, get to them. Wait, real quick. Remember when you said Josh Wells was going to be a Pro Bowler? I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, he started at right tackle for the he Bucks did. yesterday. He was I saw it. Top. I saw it. At Kane's Jag, will Shad Khan ever get one of these for Jag's home games? And he put a photo from the Simpsons of Mr. Burns's sunblocking device. It was, was it eighty-one yesterday. It was, was eighty. Hot? It was eighty-one <laughs> degrees officially on the game book yesterday. But it was warm. I will it say it bad. felt warm inside. I mean, in the booth, I was fine. Yeah, but you're not. You're not in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine in the That's air conditioning. I said it. I said I was joking, Pete. In the booth, it was fine. Why? I went downstairs and had my spread, my turkey sandwich, my big spread, and everything, and my free sodas and everything. Isn't that the crowd? Stop it. Well, you were down there before the game I on was, the field. I was sweating. Was it hot? Yes. Eighty-one doesn't sound hot, though. It was for it was warmer than that. It you remember, like. like every once in a while, Pete, back in the day, you'd have like those late November, December games, and you'd get on the field and the sun was beating down. You're like, oh my gosh, it's hot out here. It was well, the, one of those the September days. games are brutal. Yeah, this is October. It was one of those games. It was warm. So what what what's what's the question? What does he want them to do? They want to put the like, shade like they did in uh, or, like they did in, uh, in Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well. I, I think before that happens, they get a new stadium somewhere. Where? Southside. Why? Wait a second. They're going to do Lot J. You realize they're building all the infrastructure around here. I don't think they're going to yeah, move the stadium. I, I know. But where, where would they put a new stadium down there? 
right where, where it this sits one is. right now. Yeah, but you can't knock that down and build another one while you're where you're going to play. Well, you'd have to go play somewhere else for a year. Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Who knows? I mean, who I mean knows? you have to. Let's or would you? Or they build their own practice facility first and foremost. Or what you could do. Why? Why you could build a nice facility and practice facility right there. By the way, you could do that. You could do what they did in Soldier Field, build it within the stadium that is already existing. Could happen. You know, Who knows? that's what Soldier Field did, basically. Yep. Uh, final question from at Samuel of Duval. Can we finally have a conversation about replacing Tony with Lagerman on the show? Tony's lisp is distracting, and his know-it-all attitude is growing thin with the fan base. I have a lisp. I didn't think huh? so either. I don't think you do. That's like the first I've ever heard that. He has a know-it-all yeah. attitude, though. Yes, now, that is true. Now, the know-it-all attitude. That 100% lisp. That's, I've never heard that, Samuel of Duval. Um, so, good try. That's a swing and miss by you, buddy. Well, what about the know-it-all attitude? Well, the know-it-all yeah, attitude is 100% right. And my <laughs> know-it-all attitude will tell Samuel of Duval, see ya. You don't know what you're talking about. You're wrong. I'm right. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> if that was directed to you you just block him on twitter right oh hell yeah see ya <laughs> I love it. the lisp though i've never heard that before i'm, th- I'm, no, for- I'm, I'm no, you're self-conscious no no i'm not maybe, actually maybe he's, he, you know what he's doing he's confusing you, the way you normally speak with how you read your reads Possibly. that's a good he point there's a lisp in there that's i was i'm 47 years old that's the first time in 47 years i've ever been accused of you're only lisp. 47 yeah <laughs> we're back in a moment uh, i read a card the other night too on on the national uh, broadcast nailed it Congratulations. Nailed it. We're back. We'll go around the AFC South. Let's do that. And then we'll go around the league. How about that? Sounds good. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. 
Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Since its founding in 1998, the Hanania Automotive Group has been putting Jacksonville first by caring about the community, giving to charities like Canines for Warriors, the USO, and more. Caring about customers, giving you the best service, selection, and value. And by caring about the economy, providing over 1,000 local jobs and growing. Thank you, Jacksonville, for making Hanania the largest auto group in Northeast Florida. We'll always be here. We'll always care. Visit HananiaAutos.com. Tough day. They're a good team. Um, you know, it was it was tough. I, I missed some balls I can't miss. Um, they they played good coverage at times. They got they got after us uh, up front at times. You know, so we'll go look at the film and um, figure out what we got to fix. Gardner Minshew the second discussing the game yesterday. Lost to the Saints, 13 to six. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. We look around the AFC South. We start with the standings, and the order is the same for the last couple of weeks after yesterday's action. Houston, now 4-2. and two. Indy was off. They're 3-2. Jacksonville and Tennessee, 2-4 and four at the bottom of the division. And all the action yesterday, boy, the Texans go in and get a win against the Chiefs at Arrowhead, 31-24. They had a long game-winning touchdown drive in the fourth quarter to uh, take the lead for good. Texans got it done. Well, one of the worst calls of the year that hurt the Chiefs was that they call pass interference. Then they realize they can't call pass interference because the ball is not attended to Kelsey. The reality was a hold all along. You got tackled, which then you can't review. And it, and it led to an interception I mean, they just butchered the call. The officiating, again, is just out of control. Yeah, and they were going in to go up, 20, what, 24-9, I yeah, think. Yeah, it would have changed the entire outlook of the game. But What, what they should have done is said, look, we can't call pass interference on that, but he was it's holding, a hold. so it's a hold, five-yard penalty, automatic first, first down. down. And for, or just, you know, or whatever. The biggest thing is there was an interception on that play. Right. So, but good. Hey, give Houston credit. It's a big win. Go. It's a tough place to go play. They got it done. They got some breaks, but they still won the game. You know, the Colts are off. The Titans are a dumpster fire right now. They, they got major issues. They benched the quarterback yesterday. And so it's easy. Go look at the standings right now. The power rankings are the same in my book. Houston 1, Indy 2, Jags 3, and Texans 4. Titans. I mean, uh, Titans 4. Correct. That's the way it is. Easy. And And by the way, the Texans and Colts play this week. 
Where at, Pete? Indy. Hmm. Colts win that game. Back-to-back road games for the Texans, that's always tough. Uh, I would agree with you. I think the Colts win that game as well. Ooh, I'm going the other way because your picks stink lately, so I'm going to pick the other team. <laughs> they do. They do. Are you going to lock it? No, no locks. What would you end up this week on picks, Pete? Against the spread? Yeah. 3-11 and 11, or 3-10. Oh, and 10. Oh. You lost some money. Oh. No, I didn't. I, I, I tell you what, people who follow my picks online, I told them, I said, um, you've got a better chance of flipping a coin. Why you don't put a lot of time into it? No, I do. I just I made bad picks. Where are you like, on? The... I thought I picked Cleveland. I thought Cleveland would beat Seattle. I didn't. Should have. You didn't? No. I I had uh, the Rams. I did too. I had uh, I had the Chiefs. You did too. Yes. I had um, I did pick Miami to cover, and they did. I picked Jacksonville. I mean, that's five right there. And you agree with me to bite it. Your record must not have been much better, Vaselli. Well, I got I got four of those you just said wrong. One I got right. Did you get the Jets? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh Did you get, yeah, I mean, do, so you're not much better than I me. I didn't do very well. Let's come back. We'll uh, touch on all the games from yeah, yesterday. Go. I want to talk about the NFC and the West specifically. It's interesting what's going on there. Some good teams out there, also. Wow. And not the team you thought would be at top. Back in a moment, Jaguars Happy Hour wraps up after this on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's Kickoff Kid. One Daly's Kickoff Kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's K-O-K. Gessley Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? 
If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and will also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmark. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmark. Saving is a beautiful thing. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Did I tell you my back hurts? Because it's getting worse. Why is it getting worse? I You're don't sitting know. Here. I, I, You're I not doing I'm anything. sitting here. This is the problem. Have you got up and stretched at all? No, that'd take effort. You walk around every commercial break. We don't know where you go. I've not moved this whole hour. That is a lie. I left for coffee at the top. Thank you. That was four, 50 minutes ago, you idiot. But not to say you haven't moved all day. I said all hour. All show. I said all hour. Listen, clean your ears out. Wrong with you. God, you're How did you do this again? You're dumb. I, I was lifting weights this morning. That's really What were smart. you doing? What, what exact exercise were you doing that you hurt your back? Uh, I think I, it got me on the dumbbell squats. What are you doing squats for? <laughs> Come on, Tony. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Wasn't that your nickname in high school? <laughs> Dumbbell squats. Yeah. Reber says he's got some ibuprofen for you if you want. Who oh. does? Reber. I need like eight of those Brent things. Reber, our video oh. producer. Uh, let's go around the National Football League. Week six games. The Panthers over the Bucks in London. McCaffrey scored a couple of times. Yeah, it was. Uh, th- that's not the story. He only had like 60 total yards that's of right. offense. Yep. The story was seven turnovers by the Buccaneers, five interceptions, and a fumble by Jameis. He was terrible. And he threw for 400. <laughs> I mean, it's, their, their, their offensive line was awful. Though, yeah, it, it, was it, so it wasn't all Jameis. That Panthers defense is good. It wasn't. Well, the Jags had over 500 yards of offense against that Panthers defense. It was not all of Jameis. It was he got hit a couple times. The ball fluttered. Um. But he's got to be smarter with the football. Bruce Arian said it best afterwards. Jameis can't be a hero every play. It's okay to punt it away every once in a while. But they've told him that since he's come into the league. Because I remember Dirk Cutter said the exact same thing to him. I'm not saying Dirk didn't say it. I'm just saying what Bruce said yesterday. We had a, a free kick try at the end of the first half. Yeah, which that was, was pretty cool. Smart coaching. Didn't pretty cool there. Smart coaching. Yeah, they missed it. Uh, Ravens over the Bengals, 23-17. Lamar Jackson ran for 152 and a touchdown and threw 21 of 33 for 236. Yeah, I had him in fantasy, so I think I had a good week. Yeah, you had a good week, you think? That's all I care but about. He, he can't run that much, though, consistently, I don't think. Well, He's he getting did yesterday. Now, he did yesterday. slow that roll a little bit. Keep going. because Seahawks over the Browns, 32-28. Russell, just... Russell Wilson went... 
for another 100-plus rating game. So let's stop right there. I want to talk about Seattle. The, AFC, the, the NFC West is fascinating to me. You have the Seahawks, who are really good, or playing really good, I should say, but winning close games because Russell Wilson's amazing right now. Yes, he is. He's the MVP right now. Absolutely. You have the Rams, who started 3-0, and look like world beaters, or have lost the last three. They're 3-3. Three and three. Mm-hmm. And you right. have the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. They beat the Rams 20-7 to yesterday. With the, best de- with the best defense in football because they have the best defensive line. They have D no, Ford. The best defense in football is in New England. Stop it. No, it's not, Pete. Yes, no, it it's is. not. No, it's not. You saw them in person. I saw them in person. No, they're not. They're historically good right now. Pete, have they played anybody? But, have the Niners played anybody? Besides yes. The no, I'm talking, the Patriots. The Rams. I'm talking about the Patriots. The Patriots have not. The, the total Niners? combined record of the Patriots opponents outside the Buffalo Bills is three and twenty-one. So that's why the they've been combined so good. Record of, this, of the uh, teams that the 49ers have beaten outside of the Rams, who are three and three. I don't know. Let's go look. They beat the. Oh, they, they beat Tampa Bay. Okay. They beat, they beat Pittsburgh. Cincinnati. They beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh without the first game without. Ben Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Listen, don't make excuses. Just go through it. That's who they beat. They beat. Think they played five Tampa games, Bay. Pete. They Tampa five. Bay, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Rams. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good ones on that that group. It's better than the Dolphins, the Jets. Well, at least they beat a team with a winning record. The 49ers haven't. So let me ask you a question. What front four would you rather have? The Patriots, who you what can't back, even name. What back would you rather have? What, back, what group of cover guy would you rather have? Well, if Stephon Gilmore's there, I want Stephon Gilmore because he's probably the best corner in football right now. And I'm not saying the Patriots. what they listen, got on the back end, and, and that, Chung is playing good football. And first so of all, Chung, that's, you're not paying attention. that team is playing well. You're not paying attention, Pete. Chung's been hurt. Don't tell no, me he's I'm playing saying, well. Okay. So, ah, you, you've Jones, lost all credibility Jackson, with me. You're out. All of them. You're out. You've not paid attention. I'm You're paying attention. You're Jones, up. Jackson, Chung, uh, when Chung's there. He hasn't um, been playing. McCourty, good try. Jason good try, Pete. McCourty's playing great football, by the way. Both McCourties are playing outstanding. My point is not – I wasn't making the Patriots. Patriots are very good. I just think because of the front four, the, the, at the end of the year, the 49ers, if they stay healthy, will be the best defense. They can stop the run. They have Bosa and D Ford coming off the head. DeForest uh, Buckner uh, is a – beast in the situational by the way pass rusher Solomon Thomas who's a top five pick they are a good football team and they dominated dominated the Rams and the Rams offensive line has issues Tony major issues they got old and they're getting pushed around the game I can't wait for is the 49ers Seahawks those are the best two teams the Rams are the third place team they might not make the playoffs after being one of the Super Bowl favorites. It's fascinating division. It really is. And let's go to the other team in that game we were just talking about. The Browns are two and four. Is Freddie Kitchens on the hot seat? What do you mean? I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. They're, I thought they were going to the playoffs. <laughs> they, they forgot one big, most important thing. They let their offensive line become an issue. And I'll just tell you, Pete, I'm not going to kill them like a lot of people, but Baker Mayfield has a long way to go. I agree. He's not. He's not great. I've seen him live. I saw him in person. I've watched his tape. You see highlights now. Everyone wants to blame the offensive line, which is not great. But Baker makes some real questionable clo- uh, throws, and 
Well, they had a chance. They were up 20 to 12 or 20 to 12, I think it was. They had a chance to get a touchdown, and he threw an in red zone interception, end zone interception. He leads, he leads the NFL in interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I think he tries to force the ball to Odell Beckham too much, too. Let's continue with the other games. Redskins over the Dolphins. When the Dolphins screwed up the two-point play at the end after scoring a touchdown, they were going to go for the win, but they uh, threw like a wide receiver kind of screen thing and right at the line of scrimmage, and the guy dropped the ball. I didn't see it. I heard it was an awful play call. It wasn't in the end zone. But do they care? No, taking, yeah, right. Call the play for that's not going to work. Take yeah, think, for Tua. I think they're trying to get a quarterback. Uh, yeah. How about Josh Rosen? Former uh, first-round pick is going to be – Kicked out from the team by two guys who are the first overall pick back-to-back years. Yeah, Vikings. Gonna, they're they're going to end up with Tua. Tank for Tua. Vikings over the Eagles, 38-20. Kirk Cousins was good yesterday. Stephon Prob- Diggs was Probably good the biggest game Kirk Cousins has ever played because it was against a good team. Right. That's the first. He, I, look, I killed a guy. I got to give kudos to him. He was outstanding. Um, and it sets up a huge NFC East matchup, two, three, and three teams, the Cowboys and the Eagles, mm-hmm. for the lead. And don't look now, but guess who's one game back? The New York Super Giants. Right, and they play Arizona this week. And they play Arizona, and if they get, they're going to get Saquon back, they're going to get Ingram back, and they're going to get uh, uh, Sterling Shepard back. That's, right. that's a team. I watched them against the Patriots, played really good defense against the Patriots. They get some production. This the NFC East is another one of a bunch of mediocre teams that'll be fun to watch. The Good. Eagles are terrible on defense, particularly in the second. The back half is should awful. Should they make a move? Should they call the Jaguars about Jalen? Listen, I'll t- I'll make the trade. You give me two first rounders, a second rounder, and give me Zach Ertz right now, and you can have Jalen Ramsey. Okay, yeah. Who's going to do that? Nobody. Okay. Uh, how about this? Would you do a one, a two, and Ertz? Yes, I would too. Right now. <laughs> Cardinals over the Falcons. Atlanta missed an extra point late. Jets beat the Cowboys. The Steelers over the Chargers in front of 95% Steeler fans at the soccer stadium. The NFL has a major issue coming right down its path, and it's it's not going away. The Los, the Angeles, the Los Angeles Chargers should not be in L.A. They, no, cannot, they need to go back to San Diego. They cannot sell out a 26,000-seat stadium with their fans because there's nobody that cares. They're trying to sell PSLs at this new stadium. The Rams, are, the Rams are selling them for four times as much as the Chargers, I've been told, and the Chargers still can't sell anyone. They're going to go play in this new stadium that's going to have 75,000, 80,000 seats, and nobody is going to be there because nobody cares that they're in L.A. They need to go back to San Diego tomorrow. They need to, The league needs to step in. They need to go to Stan Kroenke and say, Stan, we need you to let them out of their 20-year lease. We'll, we'll take care of it. We'll help you out. But this is ridiculous. It's a bad look for the NFL. Chargers are at Tennessee, at Chicago, and then home against the Green Bay Packers, another It'll be nationwide all Packer fan. fan by, the way, by the way, the place was all Steelers fans. But I, I can honestly tell you this. I was at a Cowboys-Steelers game in the old Texas Stadium way back in the day, uh, and it was more Steeler fans in there than Cowboys. That's not the point, Pete. It's 26,000-seat stadium. They can't fill it. I agree. It's a problem. Monday night football. First place up for grabs. A big battle in the NFC North. Matt Stafford and the 2-1-1 Detroit Lions visit Lambeau Field in Green Bay. They'll face Aaron Rodgers and the 4-1 Green Bay Packers. The Lions have won four straight in this series. Who you got tonight? 
Um, I'm going with the better quarterback, and that's Aaron Rodgers. But give Matt Patricia a lot of credit. He's got those those guys believing. The Lions are playing good football, team football. Nothing one part is standing out. But, I mean, this is a team that should have beat uh, uh, who they have on the ropes uh, that they let off. The Rams. They should have well, beat they the tied Ra- Arizona. They should have yeah. beat Arizona. They had, Chiefs. They had the, uh, the Chiefs, sorry. They had the Chiefs dead to rights. This is a good football team. But I'm with Pete uh, on the Packers. Make a pick. I'm going Green Bay. Pete. I'm going Green Bay. Absolutely. Green Bay. <laughs> that means the Lions will win. Well, Jag- the way things are going, I'm due to get one right. Jags over the Bengals this week, Tony? Lock? Yeah, I think the Jags are going to win this game. I'm lock? not going to lock it because the lock has been bad luck. We're going to stay away from the lock this week. Pete? I think they win the next two. All right. Things would get back to – even. I think they win the next five. All right, Pete, we'll talk to you. All right, guys. Pete Prisco, CBS Sports Senior Writer. Tony Baselli. We need this one. This is a must. You never like having a must-win game in week seven, but it is. I'm J.P. Shadrick. See you next time. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.